Hello and welcome to episode 95 of the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran. I'm your host, Ted Jones, alongside... Peter Moran. Peter Moran. Dude, I, I gotta ask you a question quickly. Do you have any, ce- any ce- celebrity crushes? Uh, I mostly have a crush on every celebrity. Okay. <laughs> Anyone no. in particular, though? I, I haven't been asked this question in a long time because my first one ever, I think, was Selena Gomez. Like, watching her on Wizards <laughs> of Waverly Place, you know? Oh, Fair. Dude, come on. When, when I'm like 14. Uh, and I like to say her because she's still, you know, uh, a babe. But like you go, I, I mean, everyone really. I don't, I, there's definitely not like someone in particular because when it comes to celebrities and Instagram models and everyone, there's just an endless sea of beautiful women. But I'm going to say Aubrey Plaza because she just seems like an absolute psycho. And I, I love that. And wait, is she from your favorite show, Pretty Little Liars? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> she, uh, Aubrey Plaza. You don't know Aubrey Plaza? Who's that? She, I wish I could give you a reference because she's wait, only she done. Kind of like, wait, wait, wait. She kind of looks like an everyday girl, but like a hotter version of like an everyday girl. She, she's a little, you're, you're going to have to look her up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm she, doing so right now, but keep going. She hasn't been in anything good. Like most of the movies she's in are bad. She's, she's still like famous. She's like a full on celebrity, but she's Dude, only This in is them. exactly who I was picturing. Okay, but not every day. There's something different about her. Like, she's she's weird. She's got, like, a little bit of a, like... Oh, what am I saying? Parks and Rec. She was huge in that, right? Which I didn't watch. That's why. Right, yeah. Uh, she was in Parks and Rec from 2009 to 2015. Here, Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's definitely her biggest thing. Um, but, yeah, she's crazy. That's... Uh, I, I think I think she's hilarious. So I'm, I'm going to choose her. I feel like you wouldn't ask this if you didn't have an answer ready. No, I, dude, I was genuinely curious. Okay, so, um, so as you know, I'm on this dating app called Raya. And, right. and they give you these, like, uh, these direct messages. Like, you can pay $7.99 for, like, three direct messages. Like, if you, on this app, if you don't match with a person, you can't, like, uh, send them a message directly. So Alexandra uh, Daddario came up on my, on my little feed. Okay, and instead that of just familiar. Click, instead of just, like, clicking the regular heart, I went with like the the direct message to her, and okay. and I, I and I said something that was like not that smooth, and I just haven't gotten a response back yet. But I what mean, did you I say? Like, what did you say? Did you say hi? <laughs> no, dude. I was like, okay, so she had a picture of her dog, like as one of her profile picture things, because like okay. on this app you have like ten pictures. So like one was like with her dog, like wearing sunglasses, and I was like sunglasses and the something really fucking dumb i was like sunglasses <laughs> on the dog too chic and then i started like doing research on her a little bit bro and i realized she went to the same high school as me for so you got i could have i could have lined that up so perfectly but i you didn't wasted you wasted 7.99 and a golden opportunity okay no, I well i didn't wait out. no i didn't waste 79.99 because i still have two direct messages left so theoretically okay I, I would have wasted- like 250, <laughs> like a cool MTA fare. Okay, okay. Uh, I just, I just had to Google her. She's so she's 34. You're 28, so you probably didn't go at the same time. That's a really- I'm, I'm, I'm 29, but yes, we did not go at the same. Do, time. do you have a recent birthday? November 13th. Okay, okay. That was maybe post our first episode. I feel like for some reason I had that, I had that number in my head. 
That's a good number, though. I'll stick with that. I mean, yeah, what's the difference? I'm a young 29, as they say. Yeah, a fresh 29. Well, hey, man, I know we're three months late, but happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you very much. And um, also, I guess I have another celebrity crush, but like not really celebrity so much. Do you know that that podcast, uh, Call Her Daddy? You must. I'm familiar, yeah. Okay, so like the Barstool podcast, Call Her Daddy. um, Two girls were on it initially, and then there was like a big breakup fight. And now just the main girl, Alex Cooper. Yeah. is uh just the star of that show and i matched with her on raya probably like four years ago and yeah. this was at the time where like i she didn't really have like a presence or whatever and yeah. i didn't know her personality so i didn't think she was <laughs> so i didn't think she was super hot but now that i know who she is i have a super crush on her and i i dm'd her or did a direct dm message to her and she didn't respond. So like I'm I'm over two on the direct messages. You know what? You can you don't need to be on the app to DM someone though. Like you can you can if you're gonna be taking pot shots, you might as well just hop on Instagram. You know? Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like a Raya direct heart would mean more than like an Instagram message that you know anyone could potentially send. That's fair. That's fair. It probably is more likely to hit. Uh, but 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 I'm still over two. This is something, this segues nicely. I w- m- might want to circle back to this, but this segues <laughs> nicely into um, an intervention for you I had planned. Oh, and this go is ahead. We've seen some uh, heavy flexing uh, Instagram stories lately. Oh, we're going to bring this up, dude? Go the, ahead. Shirt, the shirt hasn't been shed yet, though. I've seen you casually, like, like happen to be shirtless while doing things that aren't flexing, right? And we'll catch, like, a shoulder, maybe a loose nipple out there. Um, but yeah. we're, not, we're not seeing the full package. And then we have some just full-on, like, I'm posing, I'm flexing Instagram stories. Can we just – can we talk about this? You want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think – uh, just from the point, the the perspective of me, yeah, I don't. You know, you know, I don't give a hoot what people think of me. <laughs> of course, okay, you know that. Okay, at this point, I know that you have to be aware enough to know that you're going to be judged for that, and you did it anyway. Totally. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So I think um, the flexing was probably just like I was in the moment, I was feeling it, and I was just like, yeah. whatever. You, your your arms are popping. I'm not going to deny that it was worth sharing this is what i'm getting at and, and also also before you start this part one of this intervention you didn't you yeah. wouldn't have known my arms would have been popping unless i did post that pic correct it was more than i thought i thought you probably based on you in a t-shirt nice arms but but they do there's <laughs> a little surprising but you know what it is it's good separation between the tricep and the bicep head that's what it is is you can't really see that unless you're flexing that's that's what popped out Key. At me. Key. Now, now here's here's the thing, because I've I've posted a couple shirtless pictures on my Instagram, and I'll usually like I need to like throw a joke in there to be okay with it. Like I'm trying to show off, but I need to like you know not embarrass myself. This is what I'm asking. Do you think, and I mean this sincerely, do you think that you are presenting a more attractive package when you do something like that? It's like ah, this is kind of douchey. This isn't cool, but they are nice arms. I can't help but be attracted to those arms. I think that I'm presenting a more vulnerable version of myself. Vulnerable. Yes. That's what I, that's what I picture when I do stuff like that. Like I used to, I used to throw like the ha ha shit in, you know, like if I were to do like a flexing ab or something like that, like the crying emoji, something like that, or like a lol or what lol or whatever. And I think at this point it's just showing a more vulnerable side. You know what I mean? Like, but unless you listen to the podcast consistently or unless you talk to me consistently, like you don't know I hit the gym almost every single day at 6am. Do you No. So like, 
is that really something that I have to hide from from the, the, the my differences from other yeah. people? Like, who hits the gym from six to eight almost every single day? Not I mean, people. not that many people, but but it's a thing. It like like there's a group of people, you know, workout people, gym people. Like that's a thing. That's a that's a, a personality I could bucket you within. You know, you're a gym guy. I but like, are, are, am I a gym guy or? I'm not you limiting it? you to that. No, 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 no. no. I, I, dude, I completely respect where you're coming from, but I'm saying, <laughs> uh, a 6 a.m. gym guy is different than a 6 p.m. gym guy. Let's be real. I I, I have different assumptions around a 6 a.m. gym guy than a 6 p.m. gym guy, but I can't well, tell, me, tell, tell me you why. Assumptions. Oh, you can't. Uh, yeah, it's more just like like you're more of a schedule guy, a discipline guy. You're an early bird. Obviously, you're not out late, and based on that. Th- I don't know because I know that like you don't drink really. Uh, that is kind of something I might associate with a six a.m. gym guy, just because like how can you do both? Um, but but like what would the difference really be if you just you looked the same, you ate the same, you lifted the same, but it happened to be six p.m. Um, I think that I think that there's a more seriousness around waking up early and being uncomfortable like that. You know what okay. I mean? Like. Think about all the great, all the great CEOs and shit in their books. Oh, okay. you know, they all have like these little weird quirks, correct? Okay, so you're portraying yourself more as a man of discipline, a like motivational speaker type person, like Hell yes. listen to like Gary V type person, as opposed to just yeah. like look at my body. That's what you're. Yes, exactly. Okay, I'm like, if you want to step your shit up, you better step your shit up the right way. You know? Okay. Because, okay. how many, because how many people go on their weight loss journey? Obviously, a great thing to do, no doubt. But like yeah. pe- how many people go on their weight loss journey after they just spend eight hours a day at the office? You know, they go to the gym from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. That's terrific. Obviously, I'm not knocking that. Yeah. But I think that it, it, mentally, it shows kind of like you're a different person if you're waking up at 5.30 in the morning and you're at the gym by 6 a.m. You know, it just shows a, a different type of discipline, in my opinion. Perhaps. I mean, I mean, that's fair. I used to do that and then I stopped and it was hard to get back into it. I don't think naturally I'm an early guy. Yeah. Um, I'm more, I want to, I want to come back though to, to the, like the goal of the post and I'm yeah. not, I'm, is this like, like, cause I've never posted anything that I hadn't thought either people are going to like me more or I'm going to get more followers and therefore be able to like get more people to listen to the podcast or whatever. I've never posted anything that isn't one of those things. I need to, I'm promoting myself. You are, what are you promoting yourself at? Like, like, do you, do you think basically doing that makes you more attractive as an overall knowing that some people are turned off by that type of behavior, but also that the appearance might be a turn on. I think that it is kind of like, like a best of all worlds, man. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I think that the vulnerable thing initially what I said is ultimately what I'm going for when I do something like that. But will people see it as vulnerable? Because what you said about not covering it with sarcasm, that makes sense. Now I understand what you're saying is vulnerable. My first impression is not about vulnerability. It's the opposite. It's you, your, your best version of yourself, you know, the classic Instagram highlight reel. Yeah. Well, so, you know what I, but I, the thing is like when I post something like that, I think over, I don't want to say like over just the past few months, but maybe like past, I don't know, since, since quarantine kind of started, I, I, I realized that everybody is kind of doing their own thing while everyone's still at home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, how many people saw that story? How many followers do I have on Ted Jones world? Not, not enough, by the way, I don't, yeah, have, yeah. I don't have 10 million yet, 
Mm-hmm. But out of my, what do I have? Up close to like 550, something like that, maybe more than that. So I have like 100. something like that. I have like around, anywhere from 80 to 100 people who uh, would take a look at that. So, and that would mean that 80 to 100, it's like 80 to 100 different opinions. Yeah. Like, which, which one's going to be the right opinion? You know, like okay. is it my bro who's like, damn, dude, nice guns. Or a, girl, <laughs> or a girl who messages me like three days after because she had thought that was hot. Or somebody yeah. who's like, what the hell is that guy doing? I guess I want to listen to his podcast. There's so many thoughts yeah. that go through all these people's heads. Like, I- I'm sure that there's a- more than a handful of people that are like, oh, my God. Like, Ted is such a tool. What is he yeah. doing? But I, that- think that, I think that the, 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 the most the, – the thing that I want people to get out of it is that, like, I'm just being vulnerable. And I- all of this hard work that I'm doing, I want to show it off a little bit. Okay. Hey, Peter? I, I know what you're saying. I refuse to consider vulnerability as top priority in it. It's I I reject that. Okay. But but I I see where you're coming from and I I'm all for the just I'm all for setting aside like, oh, people don't want you to do this. Do it anyway. I'm all for that. I'm just yet. I'm. I'm gonna need to wrestle with this before I come to terms uh, with it being a vulnerable thing. Yeah, man. I. That, you know what? Also, let us know what you think. Ted Jones World yeah. at gmail.com. Should I stop posting flexing yeah. photos? I it, mean, I'm it, not. I mean, I'm not gonna stop. But like, if people say to stop, you need to continue. If people support it, then you maybe need to stop because if everyone's supporting it then the vulnerability aspect is kind of null because everyone's like, yeah, do it. If, if people are too encouraging, then it kind of reverses itself. That's kind of true. And also think about, think about how like, I don't, like when guys go to the gym in general, they think like, oh, like I'm going to be more fit. Like I'll be more attractive to girls and shit. But like totally. think about how it actually works the opposite and how like guys are the only ones who are like, damn, Ted, looking a little bit bigger. Like, oh, I see. I like the separation between <laughs> and triceps. It's people say it, it's hard to say because that is definitely the opinion on the internet. Like, and I get there's definitely a threshold, right? There's a like fit. I have some abs, nice arms, shoulders, like the glory muscles. I look good in a t shirt. I look great with my shirt off. There's that, like, normal person version of that, right? And then there's the bodybuilding level. I think the bodybuilding level is totally just dudes are like, oh my God, you're huge, dude. That's sick. But don't tell me it's not more attractive to the majority of women to be like a pretty ripped, athletic looking. R- normal dude though not like steroids level not like i'm 270 pounds of just muscle but in that 200 pound range of like i'm a muscular dude that's definitely more attractive to most women than like i don't really work out well i think that's also the thing like am i approaching an unattractive level for like guys to think that i'm unattractive because i think that that's (laughs) something that i gotta pay attention to you know like once guys are like like he's he's too big you look better when he was like 20 pounds lighter Oh uh, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you're. I don't think you can really get the there as a guy. Me, I think. I think it takes <laughs> like steroids to get to like unattractive level of rips. I, I. I mean, I'm sure people. You know, there's the wide receiver body and the linebacker body. Mm-hmm. I think the line. Uh, you know, I'm sure women have their preference, but but you know, like it's unattractive how muscular he is. Like I think that is a very tiny, tiny percentage of people. Yeah. Or, but I've also heard like. Um you can be too ripped too, you know, like the, like girls will like a six ish pack, but like, if it's too ripped, they're like, Oh, like that's on the track. I still, even that I doubt, like, I doubt that's a normal, like you'd have to be so ripped. I, I fully believe that like, like Instagram model ripped, I think for, for it to be like, that's too much for a guy or for a girl. 
for for a guy to have Instagram model level abs is how much it would take for them to not be attractive to a woman. I think I, again, obviously not everyone has the same thought, but I'm talking the vast majority. So I think there are, there are of course the implications around it of like, Oh, he's ripped. He probably is no fun. He never wants to go drink with us. He's probably carrying a gallon of water around and only wants like the salad, which is a little bit you, if we're being honest, but you sound, but you make the sacrifice when you're going on a date or like a social event. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Like if, like, I know if I go out, like, for example, this Saturday, my buddy uh, told me like, go with him to like this girl's house and there are going to be a few people there. I'm like, already planning like all right i'm definitely gonna have to have a few cockersons you know oh yeah hit the hit the vodka a little bit you know so i'm already preparing for that are you going to be drinking the vodka straight for the sake of calories yeah oh so you and and i think we should tell people uh episode 100 we're gonna get a little bit litty on it oh Uh, my god we should absolutely let everyone know episode 100 i cannot wait like okay yeah What's what's the full plan for episode 100, dude? The the sloppy we, app. So yeah, so we're both gonna be. Are we both smoking and both drinking? Is that the plan? Or are you not smoking? If, I'm gonna play it by ear, but um, yeah. I plan on pre-gaming I, the I, event. I, I, yes, a joint will be available <laughs> for you <Yeah>. most definitely. <laughs> I think I I want you know send send your emails in for this. I think we should mostly we should uh, answer a bunch of questions on there, talk about things, run a little long, do do whatever, but I'm excited for that on a on a podcast and on a social level. You know, yeah. I I'm, Dude, I'm it's looking, crazy. You and I haven't had a drink together. I'm you know what? We haven't. And uh, I thought about I thought about getting loose before this one, but I had nothing good to go with. I'm going to have to You sometimes think about getting loose before the podcast. Hey, whatever helps. It'll definitely happen at some point, whether it's intentional or coincidental. But uh, yeah, tune in to episode 100. We're gonna we're gonna get after <laughs> it and see what Ted's really like. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna see what Ted's really like. Peter, uh, this is yeah. this is really great. I'm really happy we tapped into my uh, Instagram story because I had yeah. heard I had heard a couple murmurs. Like my sister was like, "You are huge," and my mom was like, "You are huge." And like this is what I this is kind of what I want to hear. But then also from one of my one of my buddies who I'm going to this party with uh, this weekend, he was like. I was like, dude, are there going to be other guys there? He was like, he was like, no, man, only guys who take videos in the mirror are going to be there. He said, just kidding. Please come to the party with me. Okay. Figured I'd say that. But I'm, but I'm happy. I'm happy we talked about this. Um, again, let us know what you guys think. Ted Jones world at gmail.com. Not that it really fully matters. I mean, if guys are going to be writing in like a Jimmy, like last episode, yeah. Um, you know, just l- let us know what you're thinking. Yeah, personal lives. Feel free to put our personal lives on blast in the email. Also in the DMs, I'm Peter Moran uh, on all social media. Come in there and come after us. I want, uh, I, I enjoyed defending my personality in the last episode. And then I came after Ted's in this one. And I want, you know, I want to be a target of criticism. So, so get after it. Uh, yeah. Before we get into email, which I do have, have queued up, uh, yeah. do you, are you going to pay your taxes this year? What's up with that? Am I going to pay my taxes this year? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I plan right. on it. So, okay. but the thing is for my day job, I do have a, we do like for the company, we have a person who like kind of organizes everything for the most part. Like if uh, I have things that I need to deduct, whether it's like um, a salvation army or like a charitable donation, I'll have to give that over. But besides that, we have like a, 
an accountant that works with the company. So I'm all set. So I'm not too uh, worried. What about you? you I was just thinking about, I was thinking about like going on strike a little bit. I feel like I didn't get a good year in 2020. I didn't get a good uh, effort from the government. And I'm thinking about withholding my taxes. And I would like, I would like people in general to just, you know, stop paying taxes. We, we, I want a refund on the year. I don't think we should have to pay for, for this year. I didn't get what I want. You want, you know, you want my tax money, you better earn it. Go mow the lawn. But does that mean that you're going to hold 40% of your income? Unfortunately, it's too late for most of that, but whatever's owed, I want a pocket. Uh, also the stimmy checks that, that aren't coming through, like, you know, people take it for yourselves. I'm encouraging a governmental strike. Um, on this podcast right now, I want to officially encourage everyone to not pay their taxes. Wow. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think we need to take back control of the government. I think we need to let them know that they work for us and uh, just yeah, not give them their allowances here. <laughs> I don't know, Peter. It could be a good move, but don't take him too seriously, SEC. He is just joking. All right, man, let's get to this email. I'm not worried about the alphabet, boys. Let's uh, <laughs> forget about it. All right, let's, let's hear from this. Wait, email. wait, wait. By the way, before somebody corrects me and I mess that up, is it the SEC or the IRS? It's the, the IRS. IRS. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you're not running a pyramid scheme over there. SEC is like more worried about what's going on with the Redditors right now. That's right, kind right, of right, their, right. their vibe. Um, yeah. I actually, one more shameless plug. If you hop on my Twitter at I'm Peter Moran, I just wrote a letter to the SEC. It is a satire. Um, I saw that. I wanted to talk yeah, about that last episode. Can we talk about that quickly before uh, we run off with this email? So you were yeah. asking, you're asking the government for... Uh, money back. Just like this was, this is a satirical letter that I wrote from the perspective of the hedge fund managers to make fun of the hedge fund managers. Uh, shout out Slackjaw for publishing my satires consistently. Uh, but yeah, you can check it out on their website. Check it out on my Twitter. It's look, I'm not here to be modest. It's a banger. Go read it. Go laugh. Go DM me that you hate no, it. No, it's great. I, stop I, and, and it's also it's it's also what it's a two minute read. It's a two minute read. It literally pops up on Medium. Two minute read. Go get it. You spend 35 minutes listening to this, you can spend two more reading my words. Hell yeah, 37 minutes, a total. Yeah, let's get this email. This is from Emily, 36. And this is labeled, uh, dating with a kid. Okay. Very interesting. All right, hey team, love the pod. Title of this email should give you a great idea of what we're about to talk about. I'm 36, I have a five-year-old kid. Dad is in the picture, but not a romantic interest and my daughter lives with me full time. All right. You get the idea. I have a solid career that I enjoy. I can easily support the two of us. Um, I do have to give a ton of time to raising my daughter alone, of course, but this isn't a hard luck story of any time. My issue is that, when, is that men don't see it that way, usually. When they hear about my kid, they see me as a damsel in distress or someone who needs saving. I'm not trying to brag, but I'm more intelligent, make more money, and navigate life with a child far better than any of these non-parents. How can I spin this so people see me the way I see me as a complete, competent, and happy person? Like, if someone doesn't want to get involved with someone who's a parent, that's fine. I just don't want people creating a narrative for me. What's the move? Thanks, perplexed parent. Um, I think, Emily, thank you so much for writing in. I think that for the most part, having a kid, like having something in your life that no matter what is going to be in your life, just like gives you that extra confidence edge. You know what I mean? Like you can't really, I, I, you can't, how can I say this correctly? Yeah. You, I, I mean, you can't get rid of your kid, you know, like you can't, <laughs> you can't fake anything. You know, yeah. like, let's say, let's say I go on a date with a girl and she doesn't like 
pot at all. She doesn't like guys who smoke weed. So maybe for like a couple of weeks, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I smoke weed once in a while. But then eventually she'll figure out like, oh, this guy does not smoke weed once in a while. Like it's more like an almost, if not every single day thing, you know? Yeah. So like if, if a guy is showing, showing signs of being like, oh, well, I, I don't want to date her. Like she has a kid, you know, she shouldn't, I don't, she shouldn't pull the wool over her eyes. I mean, she should go for someone who's mature and wants to be a potential stepfather. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well that, that part. Yeah. I, I have to agree. Right. Like the kid is there. It's a part of your life. If you're going to get serious with someone, they're going to be a part of each other's lives. No doubt. How much you want to introduce them to each other. That's up to you. I think she wants to hear more about like, like, I feel like she thinks she's being judged um, as, as a parent, as someone who's like struggling to, to make it work or she's getting like unnecessary sympathy from people. People aren't like respecting her enough. Um, which I, as far as spinning the narrative, I don't, I don't really know that there's any narrative to spin. What you just told us is accurate. Say the same thing, right? Yeah. But is it, is it, is it the single mom thing really that I think is like, is, would be concerning to somebody else? Like a single moms typically would maybe have more trouble than uh, a not single mom, you know, like a couple two people right like uh, she and she acknowledges obviously like the responsibilities of of parenting solo are uh, significant but says no problem she's got it i mean she sounds like she sounds like she doesn't have an issue with anything she's making money she's got a nice job people like her she's got the kid the kid's got a nice life like it sounds like she's got all the pieces together but she's interested in meeting someone and they like are are seeing her differently than she sees herself and i i, I think that is very relatable not the child part but people not seeing you the way you want to be seen, you know, your, your perspective, these are all like pretty factual seeming things, right? That she's successful at her work and she is financially in a good place and the kid is handled. Like that seems like no issue. So, so I don't think there should be any dissent there, any disagreement, right? Like, I think you just have to say it that way. When you talk about the kid, talk about how amazing it is to be a parent. When you talk yeah. about how you're clear, how amazing it is when you talk about balancing the two, how like, yeah, I spend time doing this career that I love and spending time with the kid that I love and it's awesome. And all I'm looking for is this. I think the narrative doesn't need to change. What you told us is exactly right. I would just let that flow through when, when you're talking to someone, you know? Yeah. When, you need to be totally honest, especially since like your kid is in your life every single day. You know, it's not something that you can like sweep under the rug and then see if this guy could potentially be the one and then, and then bring on the fact that you have a kid, you know, bring on the fact that you have a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you want to bring it up, however, like that's, that's fine. But the way that you do it being like very clearly that it's a, it's a positive in your life, I think. Yeah. You is, have to be comp You have to be confident about it. Just and like not kind of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I agree. I think like, like, and if people aren't seeing you that way, that's not really a you thing. That's a them thing. And, yeah. and their that's their worldview, the way they see like someone in your situation. If they see that negatively, then, then, you know, then that's probably someone that's not compatible for you. They see the world very differently. You show yourself and, and you're received the way you're received. But if it's not, if you're not seen or heard, then, then that's on them, right? Like you put yourself out there the best way you, you want to, you know? Yeah. Emily, um, you got to stop Emily. Correct. Yes. Emily, stop dating zeros who are showing a lack of interest in your child. You know, that child is going to be around for as long as you're around. So you might as well yeah. find a man who loves the child as much as you do. Those are my words of advice. What do you, would you consider uh, getting in a relationship with a parent? That's funny you ask. So um, this is actually. Slash have you. 
Okay, so this is a story from about five and a half years ago. I was at a Dwayne Reed and I was behind this woman who was like paying for a prescription. And I was like, oh, this girl's super cute. So I wanted to like start a conversation with her. I was like, oh, by the way, do you know if they give flu shots here? She's that's like, your, oh. <laughs> that's that, was your my, that was my opener. Listen, that's not, that's not terrible, actually. Good no, it was a great yeah. one. I, I, that was what, that's what I was going there for. All right, all right. So I go, yeah, do you think they give flu shots here? She's like, oh, I'm not sure. But I, I think they might probably back there in the, um, like back in the, you know, towards the pharmacy. So I talked to this girl. That was it. She left. <laughs> but as she left, she left her receipt on the counter to the pharmacy. So I see her receipt. And right as the receipt, dude, right. Oh, okay, okay. I'm getting into this. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, you're, we're checking the receipt. Okay. okay. I, want, so, I want to acknowledge this. Yeah. So the receipt gets put down on the table at the pharmacy and the lady behind the desk like takes away, uh, takes away the receipt. So I vaguely see the receipt. I see that this girl's first name starts with an A and then like the two letters of her last name is like P-E, something like that. Hey. So I, so I see this and then I go search on Facebook for like 20. Stop. Dude. Yes. Stop. So wait, wait, wait. What is the information you have? You have the information a- I have. I saw the receipt that was taken back by the um, pharmacist behind the desk. She took it back. But the, the information I saw was the first letter of her name was a, and the first two last letters of her last name were P E. So that I go is back. so many people. <laughs> so I go back to Facebook. I'm searching for 20 minutes. Go, A, P, Oh, my God. Of course. So I go, then after 20 minutes of not being able to find her on Facebook, I go back to Dwayne Reed. I have a spare set of keys in my hand. I'm like, oh, this lady, I was here 20 minutes ago, and this lady dropped her keys. Like, what was the, what was the lady's be, name? Seriously. Dude, oh, my yes. God. This is... This is stalking. Continue. Yes, dude. But dude, this style, it ends beautifully. Don't worry. So, um, so the pharmacist is like, oh, I can't give anyone, I can't give anyone's name out, but if you want, I'll hold on to the keys. It's like, ah, whatever. I'll find it. So I go back to the, dude, I go back to the drawing board. I'm thinking A. I'm like, what, how, okay, how many names start with A? I'm like, boom, searching this. Abby, the Allison. So boom, Allison hits. So I search Allison and then I have the last two. Wait, wait what do you mean Allison hits? What do you mean Allison hits? You Listen, have the- Dude, you gotta, you gotta let me get this. <laughs> okay, part. okay. Okay, so I search, I search Allison, and then I'm looking for like the last, the last two initials. So I search Allison PE, and I see that this girl, Allison PE, I won't say her name. I will, I will, I will. She's a model. It's okay. Allison Pelletier. So I search her, I find her name on Facebook, and I see that she's mutual friends with a girl who I've hooked up with before. I reach out to her. And I go, hi, I never do this, but I saw your name on the receipt. Um, oh, my let me God. Know, let me know when you get your flu shot so it's safe to hang out, lol. <laughs> oh she responds. God. Listen, she responds. We go out for a date, and we start hooking up for like two months. And she <laughs> had, at the time, she had a five-year-old kid, and now she's married and has an- another kid. But <laughs> this, is, this is a real girl, by the way, Allison Pelletier. I'll... I'll um I'll, I'll oh my god this story too she's gonna please please do I so, I but dude yeah so she was she uh, how old was I I was twenty five years old and she was like thirty two and we ended up hooking up for like uh, a couple months she came to my house in uh, Long Island and my dad's house with like her new husband and we're friends to this day I I. I'm blown away. I like it's a if I were in that situation, it would be a red flag that she even responded to me. That 
the length to which I, I, I'm, I'm floored. <laughs> the fact that you found her is bananas to yeah. me off a P E that is bananas to me mm-hmm. that you were able to find her yeah. that, Hey, I never do this. I, <laughs> and you know, also, and also, you know me, I do that all the time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Thank you. I literally send DMs. I'm like, hey, I never do this until since 20 minutes ago when I did this. But, before. but if you send, hey, I never do this as a DM, it's like, okay, but hey, I never do this. I found your name on a receipt and spent yeah. 20 minutes finding you until I found the name so that I could d- DM you. I hope you never do that because that is so much effort. But, dude, I mean, as uh, psychotic as that story is, oh, yeah. I mean, all's well that ends well. She's happily married, and you guys don't hate each other. I've also like realized that. that I'm like good luck, Chuck. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. So I, well, Dane- no, but I know the concept. <laughs> yeah, so Dane Cook in this movie ends up dating, like, 20 girls, and then every single girl after they date him, like, finds their husband. That, like, feels like my life, dude. Yeah, really. Yeah, a little bit. Well, hey, if you're looking for your husband, uh, Ted's ready to prime you up. <laughs> that that <laughs> so. was beautiful. So, Peter, before we end uh, this episode here, episode 95, uh, I, I know I just killed you with that, gl- with that <laughs> glorious true story. Um, but you have anything else to say? Emily, please be, be confident in who you are, girl. I'm sure your child is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, do your thing. Tell it. You, the facts are the facts. You're, it sounds like you're killing it in life. People can get on board if they want or not. Uh, no, I have nothing else to say. I'm, I'm want to di- digest what I just uh, took in. Uh, guys, this is this story right now is what you should share with your friends. And, and I want to hear this more than anything of anything that's been shared on this podcast. I want to hear opinions right in about this. I'm, I'm so serious. Even if you think I'm wrong in roasting Ted, write in and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me it's cute. Tell me it's a love story. Hell yeah. Freaking Peter Moran. I'm Peter Moran on Twitter, freaking Facebook, MySpace, Instagram. Please write in your emails, tedjonesworld at gmail.com, and we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Peace.